Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Another day and more flight experiences. Listeners still getting in touch with us uh, on the email lunchtime live at newstalk.com to tell us what's been happening. Uh, Maria is on the line. Maria, what happened to you with your flight this week? Hi, thank you, thank you for uh, uh, letting me share my experience with Ryanair. Yeah. So I was um, I, I had a, I was taking a flight from Santander, Spain to Dublin uh, last Sunday at uh, 10 p.m. supposed to be the, to be the, the flight, and we at the beginning were delayed two hours. And at 12, we did uh, the uh, passport control. We were boarding. And in the very last minute, uh, we were told that the flight was cancelled. So at that stage, it was half past 12 uh, a.m. at the airport. Uh, we were all very tired and panicking, panicking was because it was midnight and we didn't have what's going to happen or where we we will end up sleeping. So um, the, we were in the airport until 2 a.m. Uh, then we were divided in different hotels. When we arrived to our hotel, we were being told that Ryanair only booked um, 15 rooms and we were more than 40 people waiting for accommodation. And the hotel said that we don't have any option, any other option that share a, share a room with a person, with another person from the flight. So it was share a fun. room? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were, we shared, we all ended up. The ones who we didn't didn't fly with any with any friend or couple or anyone, we ended up uh, sharing a room with a completely stranger. Yeah. So, that so was just fi- find a, find a body in the departures hall that'll share a room with you. I've never heard that they, before. They never asked us if we were okay with that. We just were told by the hotel uh, in Santander that Ryan Gert didn't um, didn't book more rooms, only fifteen. We were more than 30 people. And, they, and at the end, they ended up saying that they, uh, Ryanair, like they weren't sure if Ryanair would pay for the for individual rooms. They actually booked for a twin room. So that was uh, completely horrendous. With, that was half past 2 a.m. And we supposed to have the first flight. We were told also that it was maybe Monday 9 a.m. Then it was delayed to 10 a.m. And then it was delayed to 11 a.m. So we ended up only sleeping three hours. We had to wake up very early, had breakfast, and then um, they sent they sent us a bus to um, bring us to the airport again. So yeah, um, we all were complaining because a lot of people were were traveling alone, and I actually was lucky enough to find a nice girl who was happy to share the room with me. But what happened if I wouldn't have find? anyone else I wouldn't be feeling comfortable to sleep with someone that I don't really know well that's fair enough I think and how did you find the the girl or pick the girl to share the room with so that was, we were in the line so that we just start to ask the people around us do you want to share the room and we I actually prefer to sleep with a female than a male I would that would be at least a bit more comfortable for me so yeah, that's that's what we all ended up doing, like sharing, asking people around us, "Do you want to sleep with me? Do you want to sleep with me?" So we, that's crazy. And the the bed was like a huge bed that wasn't even divided. Like it was two beds, two single beds that were together. So it didn't. So, even you, have so a it space. was a double. It was a double bed, Maria. You, you yeah. Just, <laughs> 
so you, you were literally asking somebody in the queue at the airport, will you share a room with me? And then you have to share the bed with them. Yep, yep, yep. That's what it is. And for some people that even was at the beginning, we were all shocked and we started to panic. It was half past two. And some people even shared, three people shared a, a double bed because we were thinking that we don't have enough rooms to sleep. Because at the beginning, the hotel said to us that Ryanair only booked 15 rooms. So some people went to, three people went to um, sharing, share a room in a double bed. This is unbelievable. And did, did you, like, when you got on to Ryanair about this, because you were flying to, to Dublin. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. What sort of a response did you get? I've, I have to say, I've never heard this before. So, uh, that what they were saying is that it was a very last minute problem with the flight, that it was some technical issue. I don't know if this is true or false because I actually had the same problem a couple of weeks ago. We flew with my partner to Spain again, Santander, the same destiny, and we were taking the same flight back Sunday night. And we our flight was delayed by three hours. So at least we could um, fly back to Dublin that night. So I don't know if this is something that is happening very frequently. Um, we were told by a, um, a person from the airport in Spain that this, that, that this has been happening almost every day. But sure, I, why couldn't they book another hotel? There can't be only the one hotel in, in, in San Andere that, that they have so, to get people to share beds. So then um, we were divided in different groups. So people, uh, families with children. And elderly people were allocated in the first group. I don't know what happened with them, but I was in the yeah. second or the third group. So at that stage, they say that they, they, the Santander is a small city, that it, was, that it was difficult to find accommodation for all of us. But what I think is actually they didn't want to go for single rooms because it would be so expensive and only the expensive hotels would be available to book us for accommodation nice. and they didn't want to pay for that. We'll, we'll get on. We'll have to get on to Ryanair so and, and and see what the the story is, Maria, about this. I mean, but is anyone from Ryanair listening? And you want to come on and talk to us about people having to ask people to, well, basically sleep with them in uh, strangers in um in in hotel rooms because the flight was delayed or cancelled. Um. Well, yeah, we'll have to get a statement about that. But I would love to know: Has this happened to anybody else? I mean, have you been forced to tap the person? Um, in front of you in the queue waiting at the departures lounge in the terminal and say to them do you fancy sharing a room with me tonight oh actually we've a double bed here we can't separate it so we'll, we'll have to share the bed as well Look, if you've experienced this if you're like Maria 53106 is the number um, you, you, you did make it back to Dublin though Maria yes yes so finally I arrived to Dublin around half past one on Monday, and we actually we all asked to the hotel for a document that confirms what happened. So we have a document stamped by the co hotel confirming that we had to sleep with strangers because Ryanair didn't book enough rooms for us. Right. Well, we'll get we'll get we'll see what Ryanair have to say about this anyway. But um, uh, look, five three one zero six. If you've the same experience or you've ever experienced something like this before, um, Maria, I want to bring in as well another caller, um, the former president of Paralympics Ireland and the uh, Paralympic athlete John Fulham is on the line. Um, well, John, what is your experience? Oh, God. hi, Andrea. How are you? Good, My experience bad. is is. Um, as as a passenger with a disability is is very much one of uncertainty. 
Um, and it, you're you're very much in in the hands of of the airlines and the service providers that they use, and that the areas of concern mainly are around the um, the transit through the airport. Obviously, I'm a wheelchair user, so um, having uh, losing my chair um, in transit, the fact that once I get on the plane, I don't see my chair, and I'm never sure it's going to get to the other side. And then I suppose it's so it's that it's that piece, and then just that overall experience of being lifted on and off the plane and having having to wait. So it it really you're at you're at the mercy of the airlines and their service provider and they tend to um generally uh push the responsibility from one to the other if anything goes wrong. But but certainly my experience has been very mixed. Um, my most recent one was mm. was very much one of uncertainty and I was on the verge of missing my flight unfortunately. What happened in in this case John or when did it happen? It, it happened at the beginning of June when I was flying to La Rochelle, um, and and I'd, I'm I'm a seasoned enough traveller, Andrea, so I've I know the routine in terms of booking in your your airport assistance and and making sure and checking with that once you get there. Um, but when we actually got to the the check-in desk, um, we had we had done what we needed to do, and then when we got to the boarding gate, I always make it my 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 I suppose my my focus to remind the staff that I'm there. And to keep myself in visibility, um, because I need lift-on assistance to the aircraft. And this year, unfortunately, um, what happened was the the service provider OCS was seemingly under so much pressure in the airport that they they were delayed in getting to the flight. And the captain was indicating to the ground staff that he was going to close the flight and just move off. He wasn't willing to wait for me to be able to board. So you know that that was there was three of us waiting on lift-on assistance on that occasion. So it was really unsettling. We thought we were actually going to miss the flight and miss our first trip away for, God, three years in, in light of everything that's gone on. So it it, it really puts you in a, in a vulnerable position. And, you know, that, that that's just not a pleasant way to, to, fly, mm. to fly. And the airline will say, well, that's not our problem. That's the provider's problem. Yet my contract is with Ryanair at that time. So it, it but it's it's the same with airlines across the board, whether it be baggage handling are that that lift on airport support so, system. So, so you, John, typically, I suppose, in a, in a, is it in advance of the flight, or is it just when you're at the booking stage, you you um, request the, spe- the special assistance, or you book it at that point? Do you? Well, you book it at that point when you're um, booking your flight. And in fairness to to the airlines, they generally have a system where you can confirm to them online what you need. Mm. And and in this case, the, the system has has usually usually worked. Um, but on this occasion, it didn't. And there are times, though, that I've been left, um, Andrea, sitting on the plane, waiting for an hour for someone to come along to to lift me off the plane because I can't walk. So I'm not able to, to get from A to B without that assistance. So it's not just a problem in, in Dublin airports. It's a problem in airports all around the world. Right, yeah. Um, where it's just that passengers with disabilities are are not treated with the, the dignity and, and the the respect that they should be. And now I understand that things go wrong, but this happens on too frequent an occasion uh, for for it to be just a, a, a thing going wrong. It must be very frustrating though, John. It's it's very frustrating and it, it's very, uh, it lacks a lot of dignity for the person in yeah. question. You are made feel like, like a lump of meat at times. And, and by the process, don't get me wrong, when I can certainly confirm when, when OCS did arrive, uh, and the lift on assistance took place. Their staff are well trained. They're very courteous, but but just the 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 organisation and the system in there is under huge strain. 
right at the moment. But across across the across the world, mm. it is an ongoing problem, and that's just that piece. Then there's the piece of 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 does your chair make the flight, and is it in one piece when it, when you get to the other side? And I assume, John, you know, when you talk about your your wheelchair, is that um, is that kept or held in the baggage area? No, well, normally I I would ask for the chair to be brought to the door of the aircraft because uh, what people need to understand is that a wheelchair is custom to the person who uses it. So it's like a pair of glasses; it's a tool that allows me to keep to to do what I need to do, which means which is getting from A to B. It's 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 an enabler. Glasses allow someone to see. A chair allows me to move around and and just continue with my life. But not any chair will do me. The chair that I have is built for me. So what happens is if that chair doesn't make it to the door mm-hmm. of the aircraft or to the other side. Literally, I'm left in a situation when I, I'm dependent on other people to get me from A to B. And if my chair doesn't arrive, I'm left sitting in a, in a hotel room in which I'll have to crawl to the toilet because I don't have my chair. Well, so the, that's that. For someone with a disability, that is completely okay. undignified. And, the, and the, the reason I ask that is that just in, in the conversations we've been having of late about luggage, and mm. bags, you know, and people not getting the bag when they arrive at the airport and, and luggage going missing and people waiting weeks. That's the very reason I, I, I that's why I was asking the, the question. But um, I'm mean, like, what's the solution to this? Is it just a case of we, we need more staff, um, dedicated staff well, there, through the likes of OCS or something? Or Yeah, there are a couple of solutions here. Obviously, the system is under pressure at the moment. So that's that's relative to now. Um, but certainly in relation to chairs, and there, there will be other people out there who I'm sure will give you stories of chairs not making it, or certainly in relation to power chairs, the issues with the batteries and the chairs being damaged on the other side. Um, th- there's a couple of solutions. I think there needs to be more accountability in terms of regulation for the for the, the airlines and the service providers to be accountable. Cause they, they, and they also won't pay for the damages. They will tell you you're... you're your travel insurance has to cover it. They give you up to 200 quid, whereas my chair, if damaged, will cost me 6,000 euro to replace. So it's it's so there's a couple of things. There's regulation where I feel they need to be more accountable. But there are practicalities in, involved, and I think there's training for, for baggage crew. I think the prioritization and how they handle the the chairs as baggage um, needs to be reviewed. But also for, for myself if, or anybody whose chair is lightweight, if there was capacity to bring it into the cabin rather than yeah. put it into the into the the storage underneath the plane, I've had that done by one or two airlines, and yeah. it makes such a difference. Absolutely. To have the well, I mean, it's the same. As, it's like asking somebody to, you know, like we, we we don't ask people to put their handbag down into into luggage. To, you know, it's like it's it's absolutely uh, something, as you yeah. say, a tool yeah. that you imagine would be kept um, with absolutely. within so the there's cabin. There's a couple of things. Yeah, there's a couple of things there that would would need to, need to be considered, but. Overall, the experience of passengers with disability is can be very much hit and miss, and okay. and and you're so dependent on on other people to to do what needs yeah. to be done to make sure well, that you've an enjoyable experience. Maybe John, we'll we'll you know we'll open the lines um, to others who've you know experienced something similar to yourself. If you want to call us, if you're listening to John and John's story. Um, you know, is is something that you've experienced the the long delays, waiting on a plane for an hour, um, the 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 anxiety, wondering, will your wheelchair be there when you get off the plane? Eighteen hundred four five three one zero six. That's the number if you want to call us today. Um, John, just on the responsibility element of this that you mentioned. We got in touch with Ryanair uh, and with the DAA and they say, well, in the, the, they have two statements, right? And Ryanair say passengers requiring special assistance, you can book through the Ryanair, Ryanair website up to 48 hours before the flight. 
we've dedicated special assistance line for passengers and there's a click here um, section as well. Agents can answer questions. And then the DAA in their statement, a Dublin Airport committed to providing accessibility and assistance for passengers with reduced mobility. Our partner OCS provides the assistance um, through the airport, services available, etc. to anybody who needs it. Further information, check out the website. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.